Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Letting, letting go of the stories. Yeah. Letting go of that's why when you meditate, you try to let go of the thoughts because they're superfluous yeah you know the real you is the observer is pure consciousness mm-hmm. is the actual experiencer and you don't need an interpreter to have the experience you can just be in pure experience mm-hmm. and then everything is fresh everything is new you res- you can respond spontaneously and whatever happens is gonna be fine Squashing every aluminum can in the house while I was trying to meditate. I didn't know you were meditating. And it was like <laughs> he was like cleaning out the recycling, which is like ten feet from my door, like this, like squashing every fucking can. I'm like, okay, this is just a test. Just keep 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 going. What just you breath. need? Ow, what breath. you need is a, a sign that says quiet and meditating. Like you know, on movie sets when there's a recording light or TV studios. You need to and I'm not, shut and I'm the not, fuck up, light. Yeah, I'm not. I always com- allow all of those things to just happen. Yeah, it's you know, not like it's, I'll, it's, I, I do my thing when I do my thing, and then whatever. Sometimes Ben is out there mowing the lawn, yeah, you know, doing all. It's the, just all a test. Of stuff. It's just a you got to concentrate. You Look, have to do it anyway. I'm, it's not the end of the world. I was meditating, and I thought, well, this is just a, an, an extra t- challenge. Instead of your wondering thoughts, it's the noise outside. Um, all all you have to do is what you're always supposed to do just concentrate on your breath right so i'm not good job brad yeah i'm not here saying hey well, next time <laughs> i meditate i'll i'll let you know you so you can come clean the kitchen but <laughs> just, yeah but you know when it happens i try not to let it bother me yeah yeah welcome to calm the bleep down <laughs> episode three where we're going to complain about all the noise brad makes <laughs> I'm Zen. <laughs> no, yeah. That's Actually, a... you see, you seem a lot more Zen today than in other times. Medication. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I want what a shirt. medication. I, are you taking? I want a shirt that says. Uh, <laughs> I want a shirt that says either highly meditated or self meditated and like self medicated. Yeah, I like self meditated. Yeah. I've oh. seen I've seen the uh, highly meditated. highly meditated yeah. shirt. It's a new shirt. Yeah. Self meditated comic design. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. sell it. Yeah. yeah. Hey Emma, sweet girl. Look at that face. If any, if any, anything 
represents comma bleep down that dog and her face that cat could be hanging off her jowls, jowls with its claws and the same face same reaction <laughs> she just goes like this <laughs> and she might she might go but she doesn't like ever like jump up or anything so um you had this thing. What's this thing called? So this thing is a um, a wandering mind exercise. Yeah. A wandering mind My mind already wanders. I don't need to practice. <laughs> I saw the... She had to calm the bleep down just then. Yeah. No, but it's a demonstration to, to show sort of uh, how, how easily our mm -hmm. mind does wander. Mm -hmm. And then... I have two variations that will um, that might help. You know, it might make it worse. It might make concentration less, um, mo better or less good. <laughs> mo better, or, <laughs> mo worser. Mo better, or mo worser. <laughs> okay. So what's the what's the concept? All right. So. What we're going to do is just, uh, for the first one, we'll just take a few breaths, just breathe normally, mm -hmm. try to calm down because we've been running around and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting stressed out. So just take a few breaths, uh, calm eyes down. Eyes closed or just... <clears throat> yeah, you can close your eyes and um, I'll tell you what we're doing yeah. first and then, then we'll do it. Should we explain it. to people what we're doing? We're holding spoons. Oh, that's right. We <laughs> so have audio, a podcast. So, yeah, so we're holding spoons. <laughs> We're, we're going to use spoons, and that it could be anything, but I figured just spoons is... You mean any, anything, like a pencil or a... Right, it could be anything. Um, I got this from my teacher's training, and he used a white sheet of paper, and mm -hmm. I just figured white sheet of paper was going to be difficult for the, for the video, mm -hmm. and so I figured spoons would just be easier to demonstrate with. Okay, so eyes closed. <clears throat> so you're going to relax and uh, just take a few breaths and when you're ready you're going to open your eyes and you're going to focus all of your attention on the spoon and here's the key you're focusing your attention without analyzing without thinking so when you're looking at the spoon just observe the spoon just be present with it mm -hmm. without analyzing without going oh it's as soon as you have a thought you're you're done so like okay <laughs> looking in the reflections so and seeing yourself just, upside just, down yeah just be Ignore. just be present with the spoon with the, just with observe object, it just or any other object i mean but yeah. you're just being present with this object you're just being present with it and as soon as you have a thought about it, uh, as soon as you're starting to go, oh, it's round, it's silver, it's a spoon. I can see myself. Just drop the spoon. So you open your eyes, you're looking at it for us, mm. and as soon as you have a thought, you drop it. Okay. So why are we even bothering? Because their mind's gonna wonder like a split second, a split second. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's gonna be. I tried this. Dad's mind wanders in between sentences. I I, I tried this with Ben. He was able to hold it for like seven seconds. So. Oh, this is a challenge now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we're holding it up, and then we close our eyes, take a so, deep breath. Yes, just take, take a, few a few breaths whenever you're center ready. Center yourself. Yeah, center whenever you're ready. Open your eyes, 
observe, just be present with the object in your hand. As soon as you have a thought, any thought at all, drop the spoon. Do I lower it or just, just drop just, it like a mic drop? No, just lower it. Okay. <laughs> What, what I what I did more than anything was sit there and wonder: Was that a thought? Was that a thought about the spoon? That's a thought. Yeah, yeah, right. So I did that twice before. Uh, my I loaded that on my second time. So the first time was wait a minute. Was that a, was that a thought? And that was a thought. My problem is I'm seeing my reflection and upside down, and then I'm thinking about that. the matrix. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were gonna have us like do a spooning yeah play the spoons <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right Ding. all right so now I'm you have me. a feel for how long that was so the first variation we're going to do is hold on that wasn't the first variation oh well, that was the first one that was like it's just the first the variation basic. okay this is the first variation so the first variation is um is so when you open your eyes have have the intention of going what is it and the reason for that is the mind is constantly interpreting mm -hmm. the mind is interpreting everything that happens to you you're in an experience all the time all the time 24 7 right every single moment is an experience in and of itself yeah. yet the mind is constantly interpreting for you it's saying oh uh, I'm feeling so-and-so, it's hot, it's cold, I'm right. holding a spoon, the spoon is silver, you have a gray shirt on, you have a black... It's, it's, there's a narrator that is constantly talking so, and interpreting the experience for you. So like our experiences aren't our experiences, our experiences are the interpretation of the experience. Exactly. And that's exactly. why that's ego, right? Right, that's, exactly. Yeah. There's a story, you're, you know, yeah. the, the narrator in your mind, your mind itself is constantly creating these stories. And meditation is all about getting out of the story and just being completely present in the experience itself. Without the narration, without the interpretation, you don't need to interpret. You can actually just be in the experience without interpreting it for you. I need a lot of practice doing that. So the thing is, we know what this is, right? We, we all know that this is a spoon. And so there's a lot of thoughts that go along with holding a spoon. Yeah. Are you going to eat something? That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> you know? Where's the ice cream? So and, and, did and you is know, it non-dairy? I just have to point out, it, it's what's distracting to me is I'm upside down this way and I'm normal this way. Why is that? Because that's of, that's concave, concave, and because and, of science. I'm yes. upside down here, and like this. so weird. Okay. Are you just now realizing that? No, you still think that's it's weird? what. Uh, that's why I couldn't do uh, it more than the second. It's like, see that 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 is the uh, narrator ADD. right there, <laughs> jumping in, trying to figure something out about your experience instead of just having the experience of seeing yourself upside down without but, talking about it. But. So many things do require our interpretation. 
Many things do, but yeah. not everything. You can you can be in the experience without interpreting. So like a baby. Mm-hmm. So a baby would be just playing with this. Yeah. Like, not even knowing not what this is. Not even knowing what this is. So sort of try to look at it as you are uh, an, an, an alien. You have just landed on Earth and you, you've never seen a spoon before. You don't know what this is, so you have no preconceived ideas about the spoon. If I just landed on Earth, I got other worries than what this does. <sighs> <laughs> All right, so the, first, the next variation. So the, the next variation is, and we'll see if it gets better or worse, if, if your focus becomes better or worse, is to have the idea of just a curiosity, to, ha- to open your eyes with a sense of curiosity going, what is it? Mm-hmm. And then just be with it. Okay. Can we, Does that make sense? Can we fondle it? Yeah, you can. You can. But like, just touch it. Feel like, you know, feel as, it, or yeah. You, but or just it's still the same it. thing. As soon as you have a thought about it, or a thought about anything, just lower, okay. lower the spoon, and see if it if it makes a difference. If see if curiosity to just be open to the experience itself without preconceived ideas. The more times we do this exercise, the harder it will get each time too, because of all the dis- the pre-discussion about it before we even do it in the first place. You think? I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and focus on my peripheral vision and not on what's in front of me. It's easier for me to I'm gonna try Do that. you see this? You ruined it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. Now I'm upside down. So was it easier or more difficult having curiosity? I feel like it well, obviously lasted a little a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Not obviously, but to me, obviously, I definitely lasted a little bit longer. But I, I also was able to um, push out any other thoughts by just repeating what is it. You know, almost like a mantra, really, in a way. Like mm-hmm. just the what is it part. Mm-hmm. Um, like what is it I guess I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah it was different maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit easier Mm -hmm. and you know the thing is you can do that with other experiences too yeah opposed to because we were constantly jumping to conclusions instead of listening and being fully present we're jumping to conclusions. We're assuming that they're, that somebody is saying something. We're assuming that mm-hmm. they mean something by mm-hmm. whatever it is that they're saying. Yeah. 
And so if we can just be more present and just be completely open and just be, what is actually being said? Hold what is on. happening? What, if what, I what, listen, what is it? I might lose the argument. <laughs> I'm just making a joke. Maybe. That's... <laughs> That's 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 the exact that's the or thing. Maybe you'll respond appropriately. <laughs> no, that's how that's that's the hardest part about about getting people to just pay attention to someone the other person in the room is. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because they are so afraid of being influenced mm -hmm. by that other person's opinion mm -hmm. when their ego wants them to disagree with it. Yeah. The, the ego wants you to be right. And they're waiting to talk because you'll say something, they'll make a thing and then yeah. they'll want to make their point and then they're waiting for you to get done. And, you know, I've, we've talked about this a little bit before. I, I, have a, I have a thing where I feel like I've kind of seen a lot of things and I've analyzed a lot of things and I've thought deeply about a lot of things. It does make me feel like I haven't... Like, there's nothing any random person could say that I haven't seen before. So, like, I've, the way I've verbalized it before is uh, nothing really surprises me anymore. And sometimes that feels kind of... Jaded? Yeah, cynical, <laughs> or really even just, like, it sounds boring. Like, I feel like life is boring sometimes because everyone is... And it's true, everyone is going off of their own script. But, you know, there are people like us who are out there a thousand times further along their spiritual journey who are not running their script you know those people are out there too but i very quickly will say oh this is yeah i have to stop myself from just making having a preconceived notion about somebody based on yeah my past my own past whether i knew that person or not mm -hmm. So the curiosity thing. Yeah, recently, in the last, well, this year, so we're only a couple of months into it. Um, it feels it like happens, this year has it, been five this, years long already. Yeah. We're, in, we're, almost in, we're only in March, and yeah. it's like yeah. we've had yeah. a lot World War Three in January, <laughs> almost. <laughs> but again and again and again, it happens so often that it... It's sort of like it hit me because sometimes it has to be very extreme in order for you to see a pattern. And so I would be talking and the person would interrupt me and basically finish my sentence for me. The only thing was they were completely wrong. Yes. They were not saying what I was going to say. In yeah. fact, in many cases, I was going to say the exact opposite. Yeah. So every time I had to go, uh, no, uh, and then no. were you holding the spoon out of your face? <laughs> you <laughs> clogging them in the head You're with being my spoon. Aggressive now. <laughs> so I would just have to say no, and then continue no, and and this happened again and again and again and again. I'm like, wow, what is happening? Why is um, why is everyone thinking that they know what I'm going to say and are you know they they want to finish my sentence for me? 
Um, I don't know. I don't have an answer. It was just an observation, and it made me curious. Is it possible that they're wanting out of the conversation, so they're trying to end it no, by no, ending That person sentences? may even have thought they were trying to let you know that they knew what you like. Yeah, they were uh, maybe you know, prob yeah probably like echoing. Like, they're trying to okay. Most of the time, it's people just trying to show you how smart that they want you to think they're smart by knowing, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing, life is experiences and that's why the like older wiser sage individuals are like these old old wise men with their long beards or whatever the what do you call it the knights and the what do you what do you call it why does it make me laugh every time <laughs> the Cro wizards? crones and wise men crones oh. and wise men so crones is a wise woman right oh right, right. and a crones is a stomach disease, but also, <laughs> also an old, an old wise man. I picture like the kung fu master with the long beard. Woman. Who? A crone is a woman. Crone is a woman, yeah. and a what you and a wise man is a wise man. Yeah. Right. Right. You were saying crones. Oh, I, I got it flipped. <laughs> you know, but I when you say wise man, I picture like the the Zen master sitting on the mountaintop who can catch the poison dart without even looking at it. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like that before. He, oh, uh, there it is. You know, like in the kung fu movies. But. uh those those people definitely have experiences and they perceive life and this whole thing in a different way so they they do they have seen it all before they have seen everything before so the hard the hardest part is i actually i'm i'm going to disagree with you i believe that the reason they are the way they are is because they see each moment as brand new right well they're that's... not pretending that they have seen it all they are right in the moment and everything is brand new everything is fresh yeah nothing is ever happening the same way twice well that's what i was gonna say is like even if they have seen the whole thing before um it it is the almost like um like how many Zen masters or whatever have you seen portrayed in movies who just like are laughing or smiling they're just happy you know it's because the, they're, they're like the chi the child's mind or was it beginner's mind mm -hmm. they just like see everything as new but also most of them are not worried about things like house car whatever mm -hmm. it doesn't matter um, I heard I don't know exactly how it goes but um one of the the philosophies of the Buddhist monks is to, uh, in in their cleansing of material things, they imagine whatever it is, even if they like it or it's been passed down or something, or they antique maybe that they imagine it already destroyed, mm -hmm. um, because you know eventually, in the future, you jump in the future, that's going to be rusted or broke or something. Um, so, uh, like there was this guy that had someone came and visited and was admiring this antique and accidentally broke it and he knew it was old and all of that and really important and, and the guy didn't get upset and he said, well, why, why doesn't that bother me? He said, cause I just imagine it already destroyed. So it doesn't carry any weight if you break it cause it was already broken. So why don't we just burn it all down then? But, but that is part of the Zen thing, though, is... just You just enjoy it while yeah, it's there, yeah. knowing that everything is temporary. And in, the, in a way, it's not really gone just because it's gone. Right. Yeah. It's still, all the molecules are still there. It, you know, it's so just... It's just, you have to yeah, yeah. remember it. The, uh, it's, it's weird, though, but part the way I do it is I just, 
I always I imagine the worst case scenario. I accept that as a possibility, and then I try and come back to in in between worst case and what I would really like, and then I just kind of accept it. it's probably going to be in here. So yeah, I'm not going to worry about manifesting the worst case scenario a lot no, of the time I because do. I let it go. I've seen it happen to you. Do I'm, you? Do you? <laughs> Do you let it go? <laughs> Do you really? Well, I assume it's going to happen. <laughs> That's not letting it go. So then I don't worry about it, whether it does or doesn't. I let it go, but it's probably going to happen. <laughs> so We're probably all going to die, but I, I tell, just enjoy um, the moment. I have, uh, a, I have students who, who uh, I have a student who is going out on an audition. She She's an actress. She, uh, uh, went to went to New York and was auditioning to get into Tisch School of the Arts for NYU, and she was really nervous. And I'm like, "It's good that you're nervous because that means you're taking it seriously. You you know, just don't let the nerves get the best of you. Like, use that energy to you know, put to put put it all in there." And she said, "But I don't know what's going to happen." I said, "Well, whatever it is that happens, it's already happened, and the only thing you can do is the." best you can do in the moment like prepare yourself to be as good as you can in that moment um and if they wanted if they want you to be better than you could be in that moment there's not anything you could have done about it except do better next time and when i say that to people i started saying that because like it when it came out of my mouth i'm like that's actually kind of true whatever happens has already happened because of the time space continuum and like you you're you're on this path and Especially things like that that you don't always have control over, except what you put in, what you can, what your your part, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Yeah. Um, when I say whatever's happened has already happened, a lot of people go, well, "That doesn't comfort me at all," <laughs> because what what if whatever happens is the bad thing? I'm like, well, you just have to you just have to create it. It's like the energy you put into it. And when I say it, I know I'm not very good at it. I'm still working on it myself. I'm still like shedding a lot of unwanted molecules, you know, like the, the stuff that I've like little like static or like scarred tissue over from 45 years, 46 years of life. I almost forgot how old I was. <laughs> that you have to just get rid of before you can be that like happy self you know and uh i don't know which is exactly what we've basically you know where we where we started yeah letting letting go of the stories yeah. letting go of that's why when you meditate you try to let go of the thoughts hmm. because they're superfluous yeah you know the real you is the observer is pure consciousness mm -hmm. is the actual experiencer and you don't need an interpreter to have the experience. You can just be in pure experience. Mm -hmm. And then everything is fresh, everything is new. You, you can respond spontaneously and whatever happens is gonna be fine. Yeah, I, I wanna add to that um, because uh, uh, I don't, well, part of my experience in relation to that is, uh, you know, in as far as dating and stuff or talking to the opposite sex it, it can be very uh i don't know stressful for people uh especially me because i don't <laughs> <laughs> i don't i 
don't I ha I I don't like being in crowds of people. I don't, you know, I just have a problem with uh if I'm not prepared to be around people, it can be a problem. Um, so you would think that I might have problem talking with women, but in regards to that, I I realized once I accepted who I am who I am, I'm you know, I thought you were gonna go this. this once I accepted this. I'm I'm disabled, I'm not uh -huh. you know I I just accepted a future where you know I don't have to be with someone. I don't need someone to feel loved, you know. And and then when Is so that when because you never feel loved anyway, <laughs> or well maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look in the mirror and I'm like, who's gonna <laughs> nap? <laughs> uh, but <laughs> part of that though is um, when I do see a woman I like. It's, oh my it's, god. It's not hard to talk here to we, her. Here we go. <laughs> it's not what you think. See, you're putting a conclusion and a no. judgment. No, on I there. just can't wait to hear what comes out of your mouth okay. next. It's not gonna be what you think. See, he's trying to finish. I don't know. Yeah, he's filtering I don't know what I I don't think anything. I just like here we go. I can't wait to hear what you say next. <laughs> yeah. Um so the the point is that I can freely joke and and talk and whatever and not even care because I I remove the conclusion expectation or the, yes yeah so I mean that's the way that I can like when I do interact mm. with people and or talk to a woman that's just like it's, it's, I it may sound uh, I don't know melancholy but I'll say I'm never gonna end up with her she's never gonna so it doesn't matter what I say but it may sound negative but it frees me up to yeah. I can just joke and say whatever and be really charming because I'm not worried about saying the wrong thing because I'm just like it doesn't matter yeah so, you know I just I'm just gonna enjoy talking with this person yeah, right now I, I would say if if you're able to remove the that hint the of negativity, negativity yeah. in there if you were able it's to a, it's a negative like, energy joyfully embrace Joy. like joyfully <laughs> accept yes Brad, have you ever experienced joyfully joy? remove the expectation <laughs> of something yeah. happening then you're like right you're right yes. there I, like right do, there in in the that right space yeah to to just so you know i am open <laughs> when i have those interactions i am open to Maybe I, you know, because I, I I'll get a, I'll because get really, a, I mean, I'll get their Facebook or something, and I'm just, it's open, but I, stalk. I'm just, I just remove the conclude the expectation and just let it be whatever. And yeah, getting rid of our expectations is a, it really frees you up. Yeah, yeah, it really frees um, you up because and so it's not really, much of our, it's our unhappiness yeah. is is because of yeah. our expectations of well, having a certain. Thing was, happen or not happen. I was talking to Brad a couple, I don't know, a few months ago about like cynicism and how cynics aren't, they didn't start out cynics. They started out as hopeful people who just had the shit kicked out of them time and time again. And they, they're, they have a crisis of faith. They, not, not, not biblical faith, but like they just don't believe. Like that's what happened to me. Like it's like you just don't believe something good is going to happen so you're like shit all over everything that's fucking like it's a self-preservation mm -hmm. but you were talking about joy and i was thinking i don't even think i've talked i don't think i've talked to you guys about this i was thinking about joy myself 
and I have moments of laughter and happy and and la- where 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 I'm fine and content in the moment, but very rare do I have joy, like where I'm just like bouncing like Tigger, you know, like bouncing all over the place. Uh, happy i'm I'm hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw revoid prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus just i'm i'm weighed down so much with my thoughts and i'm not negative thoughts i'm just i filter everything through my like when when something happens i like think about it and that's where i i feel good thinking about it i like thinking about it i'm not turning it into a negative or a positive or anything i'm just like you know looking at it from every angle but i don't jump around with joy an awful lot i do have moments of elation or like we were talking about i think last time we were talking about gratitude or grace where you like where you think about things that make you feel good or catharsis and stuff like that but when people talk about joy i just don't know I if i it, maybe it's your definition of joy for me joy is very quiet it's very subdued it, it's a it's a very gentle kind of feeling mm-hmm. whereas happiness when I when I when somebody says I'm happy, then I'm thinking jumping up and down and being, you know, yeah. the cheerleader kind of okay, um, exaggerated yeah. kind of thing. But joy to me is is very can be very muted. It's weird because I I think of we we and we get together and we talk about some very heavy topics. We talk about how unhappy everybody is and the, like the just when I say everybody, I mean like the collective universe no earth mm-hmm. you know talk about how unhappy everybody is and how you know they're just slow, sort of slow being slowly boiled to death like the frog in the pot of water who doesn't know he's being cooked because they're raising the temperature up like that's that's how i feel about people us out in the world we we and those of us that identify it can slowly start to crawl out of the boiling pot but it still takes time because we're human beings and we have our ego problems that every, everybody has and you'd sort of get pulled back down into it the next thing you know you're sitting there screaming it's cnn again you know what i mean it's and and uh yes the things on cnn are infuriating the things on any news network or just the anything like people's whatever is infuriating um the problem, the problem is that 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 is also true. It's like the people, whatever they're out there. But just... is it really the thing? It's is it really the event itself that is infuriating, or is it your thoughts, your interpretation of the event that is infuriating well, you? Well, it depends on if I interpret that person to be an asshole or not. Exactly. <laughs> so no, it but... is. It is you. You are making right. yourself. But miserable. like, if like when I'm talking, we're talking about a, a big. If you were able to just drop, if you were able to drop. Right at least like 50% of that that thinking that those filters this is a hugely important thing like I'm mm-hmm. getting really into this whole thing of like just dropping your filters mm-hmm. because we're all filtering we're it, we're yeah. like we're in this trigger economy now where 
you have to, you know, everybody's triggered. I'm yeah. triggered. You got to get toilet paper. I'm triggered. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> no. and it's everybody else's fault, right? Yeah. And yeah. and that's really, really dangerous. This well, this outrage culture yeah. that we're in right now is really dangerous. Oh, okay, you said because, triggered economy. Because no one yeah. is no one is taking responsibility yeah. for their own shit. Totally agree. You so mean, you're keeping, you know, you're making me responsible for keeping you happy. And if you're triggered by something that oh. I say, then it's my fault. I didn't do that. And you know everybody's like that. Yeah. Like you can't say certain words because you're gonna trigger uh, okay. people. You can't use certain I, sentences because you're gonna trigger you people. But I'm, I'm triggered. Bullshit. Okay. You, that's that is are really you, dangerous. Are you outraged at the outrage? Uh, I, I am yes. <laughs> that's just yes. your thoughts filtering. That's your you know. Yeah. No, but um, like things like we need in, to take responsibility. We have to take re responsibility for how we feel because it is our filters, yeah. our own mental constructs that are making us unhappy. If you say something and it triggers anger in me, what I need to do is I need to go. What Why? is it in my life? in my experience that is bringing up this anger right now it is not you it's not what mm -hmm. you said you have no idea that you were going to upset me mm -hmm. how could you 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 <laughs> you don't know what happened to me 20 30 40 years ago that's going to yeah. make me angry today just because it reminds me but you know? I, I still feel brad's doing it on purpose <laughs> no but when i when i was talking about you see something on cnn or whatever like just looking anywhere it's like Things that infuriate me are like inhumanities, like uh, like racism, stuff like that. Like uh, where you see people hating other people because of things they have no control over. Like my skin, the color of my skin, makes someone hate me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Those things are what. Yeah. Uh, are but those are still filters. There, there, yeah, there's know, no, there are no exceptions here. I know, I know. I agree with you. I, I agree with you that there's no exceptions to it. But that's that's what's happening is there. When I say they're being slowly cooked to death, they're like picking things that don't fucking matter. Yes. And they're getting pissed off about them. Yes. I hate you. I hate. I hate you. You're right. You're wrong. I'm okay. You're not okay. Is that whole pissing contest of life that um, that everybody? It's it's white noise. Yes. I have. I need to ask a question. Is is that sort of one of the reasons that meditation really helps with the there's a thought, let it go? Is it seems like creating that habit can help you like decide like before you go to turn on CNN if you recognize that's a it's a button that's a trigger. I, yes. I every time I'm done watching it, I'm upset. So you could kind of sort of use your practice and your meditation so that when you're about to, if you're going to, you can decide, yes. okay, I'm going to watch this and I'm just not going to, and if it starts to bug me, I'm going to just remove that button, make it to where you can't press it and move it away. Yeah, yes. well, meditation will help you remove those triggers by healing whatever experience yeah. or it originates in. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, if you had a trauma 20 years ago and if I say something and it reminds you of something that happened and a lot of times it's completely subconscious mm -hmm. it, it, you you're not even putting the two right. and two a, together it's, it's a, just you really have to think about it in order to connect them yeah. but if I make you angry if you 
just start to look and go, where, where is that coming from? Okay. You yeah. know, what she said triggered something in me that made me angry. Why am I really angry? Okay. What does it remind me of? Where does it come from? Yeah. And then you need to do the work to heal that. And yeah. this is like not an easy so, process. So that's not done in like five minutes. It can take right. years. So you're saying, yeah, so you... meditation will allow you to slowly but surely heal all of those wounds so that you're not constantly mm. triggered. And so the crazy what, thing is me... it does it without you even actually doing anything right. but meditating. So yeah. what we're saying is uh, if something triggered me, I need to be mindful of, wait a minute, I just got triggered, and then say, why? And yeah. then maybe not necessarily in that moment, but it, you need to uh, address, at some point figure out, address that. Why does it, this keeps bothering me? Why? Ask that why and then try and then I guess. That's the hard part is noticing when things, something's bothering you in the first That's place. That's the hardest part. Because people you just react. You just are just reacting to it. We, we, I'll say we because I don't want to sound like we're talking about other people. But Yeah, we're not. Um, I mean, um yeah it's like noticing when something bothers you it's like uh when i uh i stopped eating meat recently and i noticed as soon as i stopped eating meat and i started eating actually i started eating much healthier in general just by, as a byproduct and i knew that that's what would happen which is the main reason why i stopped because then i eliminated all junk food not all junk food but most junk food like like fast food type places you're not eating vegan at you know even, many places even taco you know, bell it's hard to eat vegan i noticed right away that things that i could that i could consume like caffeine regularly in excess without even thinking about it that day i suddenly couldn't do anymore like it was keeping me up at night um, it affected because there you was more. so much less shit in my body that it that the one thing in my body that was still like met, causing problems i could see it but I'd slowly eliminated all the other things that were problems, and then I was able to isolate the one problem, uh, the one thing. I still drink probably too much caffeine, but mm -hmm. I try not to drink it at night so it doesn't keep me up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you don't drink coffee at all. That's 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 it. You have to like be able to like being able to isolate the thing in the first place, yeah. admitting you have a problem. And and, so, and sometimes it can. Sometimes you have to do a lot of work. There have been some wounds in my past that I had to do a lot of all kinds of different work. Mm. But some things sort of resolve themselves simply by noticing them. You know, like I'll tell a story. Um, ben got triggered by something that I said and did <laughs> and had a, had a big... Um, is this juicy? Was this big, like yesterday big, or something? Big blowout. No, this was a this was a couple of weeks ago. Have we talked? Have we talked about who Ben is? Ben is Ben is my my husband, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. And my husband, uh, basically, is that how you want to? This is my husband, basically. It's Ben. We're not we're not married, but we've been together for twenty years. We might as well be. It's it's one of those. It's like we got sick and tired of calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Some yeah. sort of juvenile. So. <laughs> and partner sounds like you're gay and, yeah you know then all of a sudden it starts it, it never works even if questions. i say writing partner or filmmaking yeah. partner yeah. Just, you have to say mm. producing partner or creative partner yeah. you can't say right it's my partner brad in sweden we have the perfect word what is it it's sambo sambo uh-huh it means your cohabitant 
partner. It's you're living to, together. Yeah. That's like an actual term. But mm -hmm. anyway, so um, I use that as practice. He's talking, he's expressing. Uh, of course, um, some of the things he's, he's talking about is what I'm doing wrong. Uh, what I'm doing to, uh, you know, trigger him. Yeah. And I was very present and everything was fine. And, uh, but as the days wore on, like day one, <laughs> day two, day three, I'm starting to feel like, I'm starting to feel this passive aggressive thing coming up. Like. From you or from him? From me. Yeah. Like I'm, there's something going on inside of me where I'm going, I am not comfortable that. I'm feeling a little bit passive aggressive. I feel like I want to lash out a little bit. Like, why is why is that? Oh. And I was going through our conversation and sort of like looking at, am I? Is it one of those things where I feel that what he said about me is actually true? And I'm, you know, is it one of those things? Mm -hmm. And I said, no, that's that's not it. And so every single day, I basically meditated on it. You know, mm -hmm. I would just do this thing where. Just show me what it is. Show me what it is. Show me what it is. And so day five, I'm making coffee. It's early in the morning. It's it's very dark and it's very cozy. Putting the coffee pot on the stove. And this is one of those you never know when it's going to hit you. And it literally hit me like a two by four. All of a sudden, it was right there. It was crystal clear what the problem was. It was crystal clear what this story was. And what I did differently that day, um, normally when something comes up, I will take time. I will take time to think about it before I bring things up. You know, I will sort of like analyze what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it. But that morning I was like, Ben, here's what happened. Yeah, you know, I triggered you and now you triggered me and here's what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> That was my trigger. You can't trigger off my trigger. <laughs> so he's like, oh, wow, great. Now we're just bouncing off of each other like ping pong balls. Trigger and I'm happy. like, basically, that's, that's what, what, that, that's what happens, right? So the only difference was that, you know, that we're, we're, we're doing it with awareness. We're bouncing off of each yeah. other with awareness now because we're working on it and we're talking about these things and we're sort of aware that this is yeah. how things work, right? So I just bleh, spewed the whole thing out, told the whole story. Uh, and, uh, and so we basically just said, okay, he's going to work on his stuff. I'm going to work on my stuff. And we're going to have some compassion for each other while we're doing that. But the nice thing was simply by getting it all out mm -hmm. and having him listen and be receptive and compassionate, it sort of, it just it just sort of like uh, lost steam because I was very sort of like ready, passionate ready in the moment. Yeah. You know, I was talking quite loudly. I think the neighbors <laughs> could probably hear me <laughs> as I'm talking. Uh, but then it just sort of lost steam. It's, and now, I've, and I try to test myself, like I, I'll put myself in there and, and sort of go like, okay, what if that actually happens? What if that really is true? And it doesn't have that emotional punch anymore. It just sort of, it's going, yeah. sort of simmering out by itself. I want to make a quick observation. You were talking about the curiosity of the spoon. Uh, so I'm sort of seeing a theme of 
the the idea of the being curious is as to how you're noticing how it made you feel and but the the important part was you were curious as to why you you weren't like you did this to me you, you just you wanted to see why am i feeling this way the the act and the process of the why why is this and then expressing look this is you know uh what 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 happened and how i'm feeling and then yeah and then it's sort of it's like energy yes you're 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 uh noticing it and just by noticing it and then um i don't know i guess letting it out or instead of holding it in you're um it's a lot yeah i see it as like a just allowing it to flow through you right because the emotion is just an energy yeah. So the then, feelings, emotions are just right. energy, and if you if you allow them to go, then just like a thought, they just flow through you, and they're and it's, they I, It all goes yeah. back to it's the e- it's ego. Mm-hmm. I I, I love. But it was this. but it was really fascinating to see how how his his filters were were filtering what I was saying and doing into something that was basically like 180 degrees from yeah. what my yeah. intention was, and vice versa. Really, when yeah. I came out with my story, my story was uh, like 180 degrees yeah. away from what he was thinking. <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about um, the 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 inhumanities thing, like stuff that pisses me off and things like that. Um, over time, all it's really done in the last I don't even know last decade when I've been way more aware of that stuff. The only thing you can do about you can't go convince I mean you can you can but most likely you're not going to convince some asshole KKK racist person to not be that so the only thing you can do is what you can do which is just be better mm-hmm. um, so that's what I've been trying to do more my own self lately is um, not get caught up in the asshole show, like whatever that is today, you know, you flip on the news, Facebook, whatever all that stuff. you know, it's already gonna and yeah. and and just be contrary to that. Like mm-hmm. if if it's something's upsetting you, be contrary to that. Like mindfully make an effort to not be that person. Because the only thing you can do is like that. And I really do believe that like that that energy that 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 you put out from that. People talk about changing the world. You're not going to change a million people at one time, but you can change the experience of one person that you interact with on the streets, 7-Eleven, whatever, by being that person, like changing someone's mind one person at a time. Yeah. You, you really can. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can do it. So so when we notice, like if, if we... You, we're, we're, you, we're talking about getting to the point where we notice something's going to bother us or that it maybe it, we notice oh this was bothering me uh so i are we kind of talking about okay i'm not gonna dwell on this i'm not gonna let it build up it's just this is a thing it's a fact or whatever i can't change it um because i think the dwelling on it and and like repeating it in your head and, and then that you can build it up to be more but if you're like in the meditation if you're just like this is what this is now i'm not gonna just have mm-hmm. to let that go yeah Mm-hmm. I guess. Right. Do you want to do the third? Do you want to do version? the third? Do you want to do the third? 
So the third version is is going to be a breathing exercise. Uh, we're going to um, do some deep breathing exercises, and this actually uh, requires a, a little bit of explanation too. Many of us are breathing incorrectly. Many of us are over breathing. And one of the things that I realized was that I was not breathing out properly. I was not breathing out enough. A lot of times, um, you know, yoga teachers, meditation teachers, they're, they're always talking about deep breathing. The problem with that is if you're already over breathing, doing deep breathing exercises can actually make matters worse because you're already breathing too much. Breathing in is very easy. Your body does that very automatically. Breathing out, however, you actually need to, you need to put some muscle into it. You need to actually, you know, squeeze it out. Um, so I noticed, and this was like three years ago when I started doing breathing exercises and I was writing a lot about breathing. I realized that I was not breathing out enough. So, and I also realized that my diaphragm was so tense, like my whole entire torso was so tense that I really couldn't breathe deeply and I, and I couldn't breathe out very, very good. Mm -hmm. So um, what I started doing is I, I, I always focus on my out breath. So. And you use your. Yeah, your out breath is at least twice or three or four times longer than your in breath. Pushing it with your. Yes. So is, that, is that a habit you've formed or is that yes. something everyone should be doing? Because when I, I probably do the same thing when I'm breathing. I concentrate on the breathing in more than the breathing out. And if I'm going to lose my focus, it's on the breathe out. Yeah. I, I had to train myself to yeah. do that because, see, what happens is when you breathe in, if you're breathing in and you're breathing out too shallow, what ends up happening is this. It's, it gets more and more shallow because you're not emptying out mm -hmm. and it just gets more and more filled you know your yeah. lungs get more filled with air and you end up hyperventilating so you're you're you know it's very difficult to breathe and then you end up with sighing like a heavy sighing or you have to take a deep breath before you before you're talking uh, headaches anxiety all of those things um, sort of result from uh, poor breathing but for me, the problem really was that I was not breathing out long enough. So I, I would train myself. My out breath is about twice as long yeah, as my least, in breath. That was at least twice as long. As um, because if you do an exercise, if you I had just like try it so, so you take exhale a breath, and then you take a breath exhale. in and take a natural breath out and, and then, then keep forcing and you'll see how much air you still have I, in your lungs i want to make a suggestion because uh one of the and keep going keep going keep going yeah. keep going keep going keep going see how much extra air you have in there it it can help if you uh, on the in breath you count the four in the out breath you can count the six or seven or whatever, yeah. uh, and that can I help usually you. do four and eight. Four and that, eight. That's cool. my natural rhythm. That's a comfortable rhythm for me. 
So my my natural in breath is like a, about a four, and if and then I push it to eight, and that way it creates a, a much better flow for me. Everybody's going to be different. So for this one, we're going to breath hold, but we're not going to breath hold on the in breath. We're going to breath hold on the out breath. Okay. So you're going to breathe, breathe in. in breathe out as long as you can like really squeeze everything out and then hold your breath for as long as is comfortable you're not trying to Turn go below. into a coma here just um for as long as is comfortable and then do a natural in breath just allow the body to go and then breathe out 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 as as much as you can hold your breath for as long as is comfortable and then on a breath hold open your eyes and again do the whole same same thing just observe the spoon be with the spoon be present with it when you need to breathe keep breathing of course you're not gonna hold your breath oh, okay so just keep breathing but keep doing the the longer out breath and the breath holding and see if that changes your ability to maintain focus this is actually kind of interesting all right i'll we'll find out okay so do the process with their eyes closed and then on right. a breath hold <clears throat> Yes. Well, on the on an exhale breath hold. Open your eyes. Open your and, eyes. Yeah. So are we supposed to hold our breath, exhale, and then hold our breath? So you want me to demonstrate? Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I can me. try show to me. try to make it extra exaggerated, just to because normally you're not going to hear it. So. breath holds right there we're supposed to open our eyes okay right and when you need to breathe just keep breathing just do it yes. just keep doing it for a while okay ready so you're holding the spoon on i'm just <laughs> Last time I I wasn't even thinking about the spoon, but I had a different thought. Whatever the thought was is like uh, something to do with time, how much time we have left. Yeah. <laughs> After practice, that, that is exactly why med. What that's the meditation thing, the concentrating yeah. our breath. Like that is that's a perfect example in my mind of how to show somebody why meditation could work, how meditation could work for them. I did a lot better on the last one. Yeah. I think partly because of practice before, but then also I had something, rather than just breathing, I had something to focus on as far as the out and then the holding the breath. But it also, I was able to just, uh, I, instead of just focusing on the spoon, I was looking at the spoon, but I just, I was focusing, I was, I was seeing everything. 
like peripheral, whatever. So then I wasn't noticing a dot or the little imperfections on the spoon. I was just, mm-hmm. there's a spoon, there's a thing. It was just, and, and then uh, anytime something started to come in before I even noticed what it was, I was just like. That's exactly the experience that I have too. It's for some reason that allows me to use my will yeah. to stay quiet. That's good exercise. So what you're saying is, there is no spoon. Yes, I was <laughs> waiting. No spoon. <laughs> it is not the. It is not the. I am not. It is not me that is bending the spoon, but the spoon is bending me. Yes. <laughs> the spoon Perfect. bent. Hey, that's the name of the show. I I know. The I know. spoon bent us. No, that there is no spoon. There's oh, okay. Spoon. There is no yeah. spoon. <clears throat> Um, it's the connection between your breath and your mind. Your breath and your mind are completely connected. So the calmer and slower your breath is, the calmer your mind will be. It also has to do with, with literally biology because when you overbreathe, you are actually depleting your body of oxygen. It sounds paradoxical, but that's how the blood chemistry works. When you are breathing too much, you are actually lowering the oxygen levels in your blood. And you're lowering the oxygen to your cells, including your brain cells. When your brain cells are low on oxygen, it gets chaotic. That's when you end up with anxiety and racing thoughts and things like that, because so it's like so it's not biology just it's, and, and it's not just that it works it's, it's there, there, are, there are many reasons for yeah, why it works yeah. yes and so your breath is that's why breath work is so important you can completely change your biology simply by breathing correctly but uh, what fascinates me is is the ability of that kind of breathing that out breath hold how it calms me down because when i do that after like 12 repetitions I'm feeling just like Zen. I do, yeah. It's really, really calming. And I mean, we only did what? How many breaths did you do before you did it? I did maybe two or three. On my third, I opened my eyes. I think. Yeah, Uh, but if you do it like twelve times, you can really get to a very calm state, and then you can be really focused. So is that how you're meditating? When you're meditating and you're doing the breathing in, the breathing out, is that what you're doing? Uh, many times, yes. Especially if I'm frazzled. Alright. That's a good place to stop. Yeah. Calm the Bleep Down is a production of Super Mega Ultra Entertainment and is produced by Michael Beckemeyer, Bradley Kingston, and Amy Altstead. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a five-star review in iTunes. And join the conversation by following us on social media. Just search for Calm the Bleep Down. With any questions or comments, you can send us an email at calmthebleepdown at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you for listening. We'll see you soon on the next episode of Calm the Bleep Down. Namaste.